Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. So this podcast episode would normally be something that I would make on my YouTube channel, but because I haven't really had the time to film this kind of video, I'm just going to record it as a podcast. And I'm also recording this podcast a little bit earlier than I normally record because by the time this episode goes up, I will happily be in San Francisco for a whole week and I'm so excited because I haven't been back to the Bay since January since that's when I moved to Portland and I miss my friends I miss the Bay Area vibes and I just miss my old life not to say that I'm not happy in Portland because I totally am but I just need my San Francisco fix and I am so excited to be going back so uh yeah i I will be in san francisco by the time you listen to this episode so i will be back living my best life and filming tons of san francisco content which i am so 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 excited about so with that being said let's go ahead and talk about a dating related topic today and that is basically unapologetically wanting a serious relationship even though I like being single. (laughs) So it's kind of an oxymoron, right? But I've always said on my channel that it is totally okay to want a relationship. It is totally okay to sometimes feel down about being single. I recently uploaded a video not too long ago where I talked about how sometimes being single for 10 years can really suck and it can really get to you sometimes even though when you preach this message about being happy while being single and that you're learning how to get comfortable with it and learning to love yourself and knowing your worth and who you are as a person but at the end of the day it's totally okay to feel some kind of way about it trust me i mean i've been on this journey for 10 years now and it's a lot to go through (laughs) i mean there's so many emotions that i've experienced the ups and the downs like it's a roller coaster to be single for this long and to be navigating this crazy dating world for 10 years so i think for me one of the biggest questions that i get asked is why do you want a relationship or what makes you a really good partner like what is about a relationship that excites you and it's funny that i've never really addressed it too much on my channel i mean i've definitely talked about how i'd like to get married and have kids which is honestly a big part of why i want to be in a relationship is because i want a family of my own and having somebody to share romance with and to experience life with because I can't really start a family with my friends and having a romantic partner who will be by my side who is wanting to procreate with me and I mean I'm sure that might be making you want to vomit right now but I mean it's true like I want to have my own family so that really is a big part of why I want to be in a relationship even though I totally understand You don't exactly need to be married to have a family and you certainly don't need to be married to basically finalize your love for your partner. 
because marriage technically isn't actually built on love it was made for tax purposes and apparently you know it used to be where women ended up selling their soul to their husband and that they were their property even though we know that the meaning of marriage has certainly changed over time and it's really funny because i saw this tiktok recently talking about like why do people want to get married and people are sharing their experiences on like why they want to get married or what they've learned in their marriage and some people have said you know what I hated being married I was really uncomfortable and unhappy with it and so I got a divorce and now I'm happier than ever and I would rather just cohabitate with my partner the next time I find somebody which is totally fair so while marriage is definitely some reason for that I think the biggest thing as to like why I want a relationship is because well it is really nice to have somebody who you can sexually be with it's really nice to have somebody who is going to be a nice little bonus in your life i feel like everyone deserves to have a little bonus and while friends do help there is something special about a person who makes you feel some kind of way and so with that being said there's a lot to more of like just wanting that I've had people ask me, well, Alana, what makes you even ready for a relationship? Because there's definitely a difference between like being ready for a relationship and then wanting a relationship. Because just because you want a relationship doesn't mean that you're ready for one. And I used to be that person pretty much when I was in college, especially after I had broken up with my ex. Let me tell you, I rebound pretty hard a few months after my ex and I broke up and I really had no business dating or trying to get back into a relationship again. I sadly had this pick me mentality for the longest time and eventually I unlearned it and I no longer have this pick me mentality that I used to have but I'm not gonna lie I used to think that my validation was worth on being in a relationship and having a partner which is really sad and embarrassing but i was only 19 at the time i was very stupid my brain definitely wasn't cognitively fully developed and so i basically was emotionally unintelligent and i didn't know how to think through certain situations when it came to dating and i let men walk all over me i would make excuses for men because I didn't want to come across as like crazy. I always wanted to be understanding and always try to see the best in somebody. But that really just ended up leaving me hurt and unsatisfied and still single. (laughs) So I've, I've learned a lot from all of the mistakes that I made. Some took me a couple of tries for it to click in my head and be like, Alana, you got yourself into this situation last time. Don't let it happen again. And of course, I let it happen again. And then I really learned from it, especially after one situation that happened in college where I got let on for seven months and this guy refused to commit to me. So, yeah, that was uh, a hot mess in itself. But besides the point, back to the reason of like why I believe I am ready for a relationship. So. It's been a very long time. I think one thing that's led me to be ready for a relationship is because I'm over my ex. I feel like 
in order for you to want to be ready or not want to be ready where i feel like you should be ready to get into a relationship is that you really need to be over your ex because it will become very problematic if you go into a new relationship still thinking about your ex all the time still grieving over your past relationship comparing your ex to your new partner it is absolutely not going to end well for you i have recently gone out with a guy who kind of did that to me where he told me that he was looking for something serious in a relationship but then he told me i'm still kind of grieving over my breakup and that really annoyed me because i was super upfront with my attentions and what i was looking for and so there's a difference like i said there's a difference between saying you want a relationship and then actually still thinking about your ex and still processing that and still being upset by it and now i've had to start asking guys before i even go out with them are you over your ex i know it's a very forward question but listen a girl's got no time to waste she wants her men to be emotionally available in a healthy headspace to where the point that they are absolutely excited about dating and they want to be with me and i can't be going out with guys who are still crying about their ex if there's anything that i've noticed or learned is that i think breakups do more mental and emotional damage to men than it does to women i mean don't get me wrong women can be definitely emotionally distraught from their breakups but i've also seen women move on and find ways to pick themselves back up again where the men are going on dating apps and leading women on because they just got out of a relationship and i don't like that i'm generalizing here i definitely sound like i'm generalizing i guess i'm just kind of speaking from experience so please don't like completely come for me here but i've also seen men do the same thing where men might move on quickly and then they'll show absolute zero remorse for hurting their partner i've also experienced that it definitely sucks when you built like a really good connection with somebody and you've spent so much time with them you've developed feelings you started caring about this person and then once they hurt you it's like they don't give a shit that they hurt you it's like they don't feel bad and it's really fucked up because i know when i have to break up with somebody or end things i do feel bad sometimes i cry when i end things with men that i did have a good thing with but at the end of the day you know i gotta do what's best for me and knowing that this doesn't feel right but of course i'm gonna feel bad for hurting somebody it definitely doesn't make me feel good and i do want to show remorse and empathy for those who i've hurt but it definitely sucks when people can't put themselves in your shoes that's always frustrating so that's one of the first things is that i'm emotionally available i'm over my ex it's been 10 years and i'm excited to see what else is out there so that's one thing i think another thing is that i have had a lot of experience dating and i've really grown as a person from going on different dates and meeting different men and i've discovered what I really value in a partner and trust me I did not know what I wanted in a partner right after I broke up with my ex 
I didn't know what I wanted even when I graduated with my bachelor's degree. I was still trying to figure that out. As I encountered different guys, I learned different things of like what I want and what I don't want. And that's really, really important. And it took me a really long time to figure that out. In grad school, what I started doing is I made a pros and cons list of all the guys that I went out with for at least two months because those were like my longest relationships, I guess you could say. And I wrote the pros and cons of each one. And then what I would do is look at the pros for every guy and I would write down what it was about that quality from that pro that I realized I need this in a partner. And then I would look at the cons and then I would make a checklist of like red flags or things that I know I don't want. And I kept doing this with all the guys up until San Francisco and even Portland now on men that have not worked out with me, whether it was good or bad. So that's really helped me kind of discover what I want in a relationship and what I don't want in a relationship. And I kind of encourage you to try it. Think about all the people that you've dated. It could be like short term and by short term, well, let's say at least two months and think of the pros and cons. Write down all the pros about that person and then write down all the cons about that person and then start looking at it and look at the main concept of the pro and that will give you a good sense of what you want in a partner. Same thing with the cons. I encourage you to try it and let me know what you think of it because I think it can be really impactful and it can tell you a lot about what you really need in a person. So that is something that, again, I hope you follow. So once I was able to figure out what I really wanted from a partner, the next thing I needed to figure out was my sex life and how that was something that I was going to intertwine within my dating life because sex is also very important to me. So I won't get too graphic here, but let's just say that I had to do a little bit of sleeping around to figure out what my interests were when it came to my sexual preferences and what I like to do in the bedroom and what I don't like to do in the bedroom and what leaves me satisfied and what doesn't leave me satisfied. So that was pretty easy to figure out and I have been learning from every single experience that I've had on what I like and what I don't like and I feel like I have gotten a very good sense of what I need sexually in the bedroom and I basically just need to find men who are pretty much aligned with the same things that I enjoy because that is what makes good sex in my opinion along with having a really good strong emotional connection involved with that. That's super important to me the fact that I've been able to figure that out and what my wants and needs are in the bedroom is very important and you'll be surprised with how many people don't really know what they want and that to them sex is just sex and they are very effortless and lazy with it and they don't really care to do anything that's very adventurous they're a little bit vanilla and they like it that way and that's totally fine I'm not going to shame others for their choices but I've come to realize if you're going to be boring and vanilla as shit, then it's probably not going to work out unless you're willing to be open. And if I see you keep pushing back on that and you 
aren't making the effort to try, then obviously it's a sign that you're probably not my person. And you'll be surprised how many people don't recognize or realize what they need in the bedroom in order for them to have a sexually fulfilled life within their romance. So that was another thing that I was able to figure out and it took me a couple years to get that down, but I'm really happy that I know what I want and I know that one day I will find it. So another thing that has led me into wanting a serious relationship or not wanting a serious relationship, but it's more of the fact that I know that I'm ready for a serious relationship it's just that I feel like I've just really grown as a person. I'm, I've really matured a lot and I know how to communicate with people. And I think communication is something that is really important. I'm the kind of person who will let you know when something really bothers me. I'm not going to hold back. And I think I've experienced a lot of positive feedback when I I'm honest with my partner and I say, hey, I didn't like it when you did that or I'm willing to communicate my needs and follow through with my plans and keep my promises. And I've never had men react poorly to anything like that. Now, some men will say, "Okay, thanks for letting me know, but then they don't make the effort to take the feedback that I say. So for an example is when I confront a guy who hasn't been texting me as much and it's been me initiating all of the communication and me making all the plans and them not doing any kind of work I bring it up in a very respectful and mature manner and I will have guys say okay thanks for letting me know I can be better with that and then they don't do it they don't follow through they don't stick with their word and then it's still me putting in the effort and that is basically the reassurance that i need to walk away from that relationship because i kindly asked you to not do something and i told you why it upsets me and i was hoping for something like that to improve because asking your partner to communicate a little bit more and to show more excitement and enthusiasm within a relationship is really important and when I'm not getting effort that is a sign that like I have to walk away so it's that and the fact that I have finally figured out what my worth is and I finally have recognized when someone isn't shit and that I have to walk away and it can be a lot easier said than done of course because of sometimes when you really like a person you can get a little bit blinded by your feelings and you again want to see the benefit of the doubt in that person and and you want to give them the benefit of the doubt and that you think that they're going to change and they're not going to and that's frustrating so it's something that I've learned over time is to learn how to walk away it takes a lot of strength and let me tell you in college walking away there were so many situations that I put myself in where I didn't know how to walk away and I would just let the guy end things and we would have a talk and of course I would cry about it because I didn't want it to end. I didn't realize that this ending was going to be worth it because I would, again, give them the benefit of the doubt and that sucks. I was still giving guys that power and now I'm not giving men that kind of power anymore because I have learned how to say no 
I am a woman who knows what she wants. I am a woman who deserves respect, who deserves the bare minimum. I have said it over and over again. I am really not asking for much when it comes to my partner. I know that there have been guys that I've talked to through my YouTube channel who complain about women and their unrealistic expectations. And I agree that there are women out there like that. And there's also men out there that have really unrealistic expectations for their partner as well. And all I'm asking for, like my expectations are be a good communicator, be good looking, be respectful, be good in the bedroom, like cats, respect women. Yeah, I I don't think I'm asking for much. Oh, like you want to have kids? Again, those are just basic qualities. There are many men out there who are like that. I just haven't found guys like that yet. And that's really frustrating for me and why dating has been so brutal. But I'm still hopeful and I'm never going to give up on trying to find love. Even though I am very much happy being single, at the end of the day, it's still nice to have a partner. That's why I'm dating. I'm not dating for the sake of it. I mean, like the purpose or my goal of dating is to find my person, to find that connection that I've always wanted in my life and to build something strong and beautiful. And yeah, I mean, I'm single. I have every right to be doing this. And and like, I just feel like there's a sign saying that maybe it's still not my time to be in a relationship and there could be still more things that I'm learning along the way. But I'm very much relationship-minded. I think the one thing that's probably going to hold me back from getting married is my finances. But when I'm at least in the dating stage, it's okay for my finances to be best. Even if I have a job, like, I'm still going to be my own person. I'm still going to be independent. I'm not going to be asking a man to always paying for the bill, to always spoil me with gifts. While it's nice for that to happen from time to time, I also want to treat my partner out. I also want to pay for dates because I can't let my partner pay for me every single time. That's just a way that you're going to hurt somebody's wallet. And I don't want to ever come across as like a gold digger or just be someone who's taking advantage of another person because that's not me at all. So that is basically how I'm seeing it right now and just my take on like what I feel like makes me ready to be in a relationship I'd say those are the things that make me ready for a partner and I promise that if I find a connection with you I'm going to keep wanting to talk to you and I will be consistent and I will be affectionate and I will be caring and respectful and I will be there for you I just need that in return And that has been hard to find as I haven't gotten that yet, but it's still something that I'm not giving up on and never will. Even if I don't find my person until I'm 50 years old, it is what it is, okay? I am just grateful for my life and that I am still here. And being single is a very beautiful thing. I think being single really puts you at an advantage to figure out yourself. Because I feel like if you've always been in a relationship your entire life, it's going to be a little bit harder to grow because you may not always be able to think for yourself. And that's, of course, not true for everyone. But I've seen people, though, who have let their partner define their identity. 
and that kind of concerns me just a little bit because you should define your own identity you are more than just somebody's spouse or partner you're your own person and being single for a long time really gives you a chance to figure it all out whether you're dating or you're trying to figure out your career or hobbies or just going through some sort of emotional or spiritual journey, whatever the case is, that's so important. It's so crucial to experience that and to experience life being single because it will make you happy and it will help you build a better relationship with yourself and with other people. So those are my thoughts for this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Normally, this would be a YouTube video, but I didn't have time to just film and just recording a podcast seemed a lot easier for this topic. So I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy this episode or if you have been listening to other episodes of Shamelessly Unapologetic, make sure you do give us a positive review and rating in the Apple podcast store and be sure to email the podcast at shamelessly unapologetic podcast at gmail.com if there's any unapologetic experience that you want to share with me and i can anonymously share it on a future episode and be sure to follow us on instagram at shamelessly unapologetic and with that i will see you next week with a brand new episode bye